0: episode 113 i'm Forrest Hall. i'm here with
1: erica spicer
0: erica spicer and we're real church matters we talk real church matters because real church matters, matters. see i like that you're right on it some people they they know i could tell who's been listening
2: yeah i've been yeah, listening. listening Yeah,
0: you've been listening so i could tell like you knew to say it and that's what's up how are you erica
1: I'm doing good Doing good? Yeah
0: I always ask people how are you too And they always say the same thing I'm doing. <laughs> But I'm glad to hear that We'll get into who you are and all of that stuff Let me do housekeeper first Let me pull my broom and stuff out the closet I'm Digging in the closet right now Alright, All right. ready to go Alright, so Real Church Matters If you search it on SoundCloud you search it on iTunes Podcast You'll find the podcast Listen to it, subscribe to it. If you're listening right now, then you already know where it's at. But tell other people about it. So write a review, share it on your social media, uh, give me five stars. Um, yeah, spread the word. You can also access uh the podcast by just telling Siri, play Real Church Matters Podcast. <clears throat> She'll do it. It's amazing technology. If artificial intelligence can find its way to this podcast, so can you. So, with that being said, uh, if you would like to give and support in a financial way, it helps me to have these nice microphones and all this equipment. Uh, I always ask my guests, is it not nice equipment? It is nice. It is nice. Um, And it allows for us to have a nice sounding podcast,
2: right?
0: Yes. All right. All of that. Um, you can just give a dollar a month Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com Forward slash Real Church Matters I appreciate those who support Um, I realize how easy it is for people to give you compliments But it's harder for them to really designate support Through time, talent, and treasure So if you would like to give, I would appreciate it It does do my heart well All your, uh, you know, kind words are nice as well also, I want to always make sure that I take time to say that there are there are many, many, many podcasts that we've done before. So me pull up where we were last year. Where were we last year? This time last year was when they go low, we go love. I thought that was cool. Yeah. That, that's pretty clever. Mm-hmm. I was playing off the whole Michelle Obama thing. She said, when they go hot, low, we go high. Hi. Yeah, but I don't like that. Yeah. I like mine better. <laughs> when they go low, we go love. So that was episode 71. Take a listen to that. I do not remember who that was with. Uh, But yeah, and then we have episode 21, which was two years ago, is, uh, let me read the, the, the title. How will I know who is telling the truth? Mm. Mm, Yeah. So that one was kind of like you you go to church, you hear all these people, you watch the messages on TV, you read all of these memes and stuff. How do I know who in the world is telling the the truth. truth? So that was my little thing for that. And I think it was good, too. Yeah. Have you listened to that one? Which one is it? Episode 21. A long time ago That's a long time ago That's two years ago You were like In a diaper two years ago
1: No? (laughs) No I'm saying like (laughs) I don't remember You don't remember
0: Yeah just you know That's why I always go back And listen to them And last but not least We appreciate each and every person Who listens But it's always Obedience over audience
1: And since we have an audience And since Let's get into it
0: (laughs) That's what I'm talking about Go ahead go ahead Do it again
1: obedience over audience and since we have an
0: audience let's get into it let's get into it yeah oh man i should have did the other thing first oh but if y'all have questions ask me at real church matters i promise i answer so ask me at realchurchmatters.com but let's get into it episode 113 we're talking about conflict of interest Mm. yeah so erica You said that you wanted to do a podcast about blended families.
1: Yes, I did.
0: All right. So tell me, take me through what you were thinking about that.
1: Um... Well, as a child that has been in a blended family, I find it hard to...
0: Well, well, let's define what blended family is. Because, okay. you know, not everybody is, right. like, buzzword savvy. Right,
1: okay. So let's, let's um, define
0: what that is, because that that's a new term.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, along okay. with co-parenting. You know, it's these are new terminologies to black folks, because we didn't really do those things. Mm-hmm. We don't parent well, we don't co-parent well, yeah. and we don't blend well.
1: Well, blended family... <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, it's when one parent divorces the other, and it's kind of like another family to the side. Like, say, for instance, my dad is now with my stepmom. Who is my and- sister? Yes, who is your sister? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's now with, and I don't consider her a stepmom, she's my mom. So that's like a whole nother family. And then the family that he divorced from. That's another side of the family, mm-hmm. and then there's different families within that family, so it's, just it's all, a lot of people yeah, so it's all a blended lot, together a
0: lot of feelings
1: a lot of thinking a lot of <laughs> ideas and yeah. thinking
0: uh and it's hard to find your place sometimes yeah, it is yeah, so tell me a little about how that's a problem
1: um I find it a problem when there's certain situations that come about on the side of the family where I know they're doing wrong and I know what's right from wrong. And I know that's not how Mm -hmm. God wants us to live. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a conflict of interest when they're telling me that I'm not supposed to be the way I am because that's not how God wants us to be. And I start to kind of get boggled in my mind, like, wait a minute. So what am I supposed to be doing? But then that's when I realize I have to read the word to find my own truth and find what God really wants to speak to me and not really pay attention to what that side of the family thinks because their truth is different from what's the
0: real truth. Absolutely. And I love this. I love this and I I get You got to forgive me because I get excited. (laughs) Number one, you're a young lady and I love where your brain is right now. I love that you're thinking about these things. I love that when you have these thoughts and are presented with these hard situations, that you're not just saying, "Ugh, I don't want to think about none of it. Yeah. And just putting your head in the sand or the proverbial sand for young people is putting your head in your phone, mm-hmm. or putting your head in boys or other things that just take you away from the problems that you are committing to yourself to kind of reconcile and make sense of. Right. I love that. <laughs> but I think that's why you're as awesome as you are. And so, one of the things I want to do is because you have a desire to understand, Uncle Forrest can come in and be of help. Yeah. You know, so one of the reasons why I said, well, we won't call it blended family is because truly what the issue is, is a conflict of interest. And you jumped the gun already. No. So, well, well, no, spoiler alert, we we'll just let it out the bag. <laughs> The problem isn't that these people have a conflict of interest. It's what all of this that's happening around you is creating a conflict in you. Mm-hmm. And that conflict, you know, is what is true. What is truth? Because you can be around one family and feel like, man, I feel like what they're saying is true. But what they're saying says a truth about my other family that I don't feel good about. Yeah and it really conflicts with us because it, it, we love these people you know what I'm saying i yes. know you look at you know your mom your mom sue as 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 good as any mom yes but you do have a mom yes and you do love her uh, yes. <laughs> yes and you do care for her yeah and and you might not love what she's doing and you might not always feel love back and you might not always feel love in you for her but we're not talking about the love that fills. We're talking about the love that resides in the mind. Yeah. And so we know that you have a love for your mother. It's innately built in you because it's your real mother. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's your mother. Do you know? But you're placed with a conflict of interest like Jesus was. So let me tell you about Jesus' conflict of interest. He's at this wedding. And, you know, the party's popping. Mm-hmm. He'd already turned water into wine. He, you know, <laughs> he did all of his cool stuff. And they said, Jesus, your mother is outside. And he said, who is my mother?
2: Mm.
0: Who is my brother? He was explaining how he reconciles a conflict of interest in his heart. He has to know where did these affiliations and these loyalties come into play when I am affiliated and loyal to my God.
1: Yeah. All of it starts to not matter anymore.
0: Yeah. And it can make you feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? To
1: the world standards. It's to- like, uh, well, they're not doing what I'm doing, so
0: what is it? <laughs> what is it? What is all of it? Yeah. And so I want to help you with that because we already are establishing a truth here. <laughs> that we this truth that Eric has established and that I have even established in my life is that. The same as Jesus, whatever is doing the will of God, that is my family. And that's what he said, that didn't disown his mother. Mm -hmm. And his mother didn't, well, even if she felt slighted in it, she still operated according to her duty as a mother. I believe that she respected it. I believe that his brothers did too. Mm -hmm. I believe that it was a lesson they had to learn, is that this person values something greater than their relationship. And as long as Erica values her relationship with God above all relationships, she will be a blessing to every relationship she has. And that's the cool part is that, you know what I'm saying? Like we can come into a situation and say, this is blended. And it's blended because it's, it's a lot of different things. But the way that we turn something that's blended into one, because when something's in there, not when it's mixed together, but yeah. when it's you mixed it enough where it's one, yeah you can't tell what you mixed in there,
2: yeah,
0: you know what I mean I, it blew my mind when I realized yellow and blue made green <laughs> why? because when I look at green, I don't see yellow, yeah, when I look at green, I don't see blue mm-hmm. when I look at green, I see what green, green. <laughs> <laughs> but the, we get taught that there's a lot of things that go into green yeah so when we look at our families we want them to look like god there's a lot of things that go into that Mm -hmm. and that's the things that need to be mixed together Yeah. there's
1: a lot of things that build up to it it's not just gonna be it's gonna look like god
0: (laughs) it's not gonna just happen yeah there's a lot of other elements that have to come together to make that yeah and the reason why these families are struggling To feel, to find it. Because I'm going to be honest with you. Adults, not always, because they're so caught up in the moment of things, they're not thinking about how any of the things and choices they make affect the young girl named Erica. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've seen that with my own eyes. Yeah,
0: (laughs) And we realize that, but this is where Jesus' mindset takes precedent because if we understand it, God is really all we need. Mm -hmm. We no longer allow these choices and things And mindsets and thinkings That are happening within these plethora Of family and plethora of people mm-hmm. We're no longer allowing them To cover over our beautiful Color of obedience
2: Yeah,
0: We have a beautiful color And we know what makes that color What makes unity Obedience, faith Love, hope That creates this beautiful tapestry In our lives they, nobody can tell what went into it, but mm-hmm. they just see beauty.
2: Yeah,
0: that's what we want to see in our, in you, and that's what I want to see in all of our families, is that we see this unity in God mm-hmm. that is just so beautiful, and nobody will ever know. Oh, you came from this family or that family doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter anymore. But it matters as long as we're staying in these distinct mindsets that mm-hmm. don't look like God. Yeah. God is the unifier. He connects us together. Does that make any sense to you? It does, does? it
1: does. Um, I think that it all goes along with um, people that know God and they have a relationship with God. They have to be the change for the family. And if they don't, then they're doing them a disservice.
0: Excellent. So you bring about the main point of this. How do we combat a conflict of interest? Is there somebody shows what you should be interested in. So that's what Jesus did for his family. He made a statement to let them know what his interests were. His family was interested in who? Him. Him yeah. He was interested in who? God. God. That's where you come in. Even though your mom may be interested in a lot of things. She might even be interested in you but for another, another re- reason. reason. It's what you show her. That's going to challenge her, even though she's older, Mm -hmm. to change her mind. You see how Jesus wasn't disrespectful to his mother. Yeah. He just said, who's my mother? Mm -hmm. He said, anybody who is doing the will of God, that's my mother and that's my brother. Mm -hmm. When we move in a way of confidence in the word, confidence in who we are in God, it's going to challenge authority. Yeah. But it's going to challenge you in a way where they're going to see the truth and have to respond correctly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing because, you know, some adults haven't figured this out. We'll look at what people do and mm. respond to what they do. Mm-hmm. So there's a, if I ask you what are the things that you aren't pleased about your mom, you know, you probably make a long list.
1: Yeah, I could. <laughs> but it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. It
0: yeah. doesn't matter. You want to know why? Because the only thing that matters is that she does the will of God. Yeah. The only issue that Jesus had was that. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, guys, I know you're looking for me, but I'm looking for God. Yeah, and you should look for God, too. You should look for <laughs> God, too. You should look for him. That's why he said, he said that. He said it without saying it. Because, you you know, people feel like you're being judged. Like You need to look for God, too. No, just show them what you're looking for. Yeah. I noticed that just dealing with my my nephew, your cousin. <laughs> he he said, I, I want waves like you. And he, all he wanted to talk to me about was getting waves.
1: BJ song.
0: BJ. <laughs> and so all he wanted to talk about is getting waves and having waves. And I'm like... At first, I'm about to indulge him and just be like, well, you know, brush your hair, grab yeah, one teach of your, grab a stocking cap, grab some stockings out your mother's drawer, you know, cut them, you know, <laughs> do all of that stuff. But then I realize if he thinks that that is interesting to me, mm-hmm. then he will pursue that interest. I want to show him what I'm interested in because though I have nice hair, I'm not interested in that hair. Yeah, it's not your main focus. It's not my main focus. I do make sure it's correct as much as I need to so that I'm suitable to enter into society Mm -hmm. and not lose clients and things (laughs) like that. So it is necessary, but it is not my interest. Mm -hmm. I want to show him what my interest is. The way he's concerned and interested in hair, I want to show him I'm as concerned and interested in his face
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and in my face and everybody's face. That's how we create unity.
1: Yeah, you got to set the standard.
0: We set the standard. Not by telling people what to do, but by showing them Mm -hmm. where their interests should lie. Yeah. Because there's so many things that adults don't understand because their interest is not focused on God. Mm -hmm. And when you realize that, you're like, man, if, if my family interests were correct, I might not even be in in a family that's divorced.
2: Yeah.
0: I might not even be in this situation. It's easy for me to judge decisions, but the only decision that really matters is they choose God.
1: Yeah, it's not what they do that matters. Well, you're giving me a new perspective now, because mm-hmm. I've been looking at the situation over the past like two years, a lot's happened, but over the past two years I've been looking at it as oh, they're doing wrong, their hearts aren't right, they shouldn't be doing this and that, like the specific things that they're doing. Right. And I didn't really realize that, hey, I actually want their hearts to change. I want their minds to change about the situation. Because
0: they need a changed heart to make better decisions. Yeah. We're trying to make people make better decisions without a better God. Mm -hmm. See, they have a God, but it's a lesser God. Mm. It's them. (laughs) you know when you worship yourself it's a lesser god it's easy to please that god Mm -hmm. how do you please the god of self you always give it what it wants yeah what it wants and the problem with pleasing this lesser god is that it always changes what it wants Mm -hmm. at one point it wanted your dad (laughs) you know and at another point it no longer did and then you look, and as a young person, you can look at adults and be like, wait a minute, what do you want? They don't know what they want. They don't know <laughs> what they want. One minute you want me, one minute you don't. You It's so many things, and it can affect us if we don't operate and understand what truly matters. Yeah. I would hate to come and sit and have a podcast with you. And in that podcast, we're just talking about the wrong that families do like we don't know the solution
1: and everybody's doing wrong it's not even just family so it just doesn't matter overall
0: and there's no right side yeah do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. we can get caught up in that and that's where i love focusing on this story Mm -hmm. is because i want erica to know there is no right family and wrong family there is no good guys and bad guys there's those who please self and those who please god yeah he made that line clear. He said, there's only, I'm only creating a distinction according to one truth. Do you do the will of God? Right. And though the will, disobedience looked different in your mom's life, disobedience is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know what everywhere. I mean? It would be surprising to people. Like we look at some, some things that people do and say, mm-mm-mm. They are out there, boy. But I know that I can easily slip into disobedience. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't look like that stuff. Or we used to be there. Or we used to be there. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If I if I wake up today and don't do what God said, it's no different than somebody who's out doing drugs. Mm -hmm. It's no different than drinking. You know what I'm saying? I'm so we got to live above that. Yeah. You know, it's hard to teach adults this, but you young, I like to talk to young people. Because I can teach you this And then you understand Be like They so caught up In not cussing Not drinking Not smoking Not doing all this At the end of the day You can do all of that And still not obey God Yeah And miss out on heaven Mm -hmm. Because only thing that matters is Are you doing the will Of of the Father And so that's where You can not just encourage Your biological mother But you can encourage Your new mother You can encourage Your father You can encourage your older brother. Hey, I love you guys, but I'm going to tell you, the the way to get real close to me, the way to have unity with me, the way to be one with me, is to be focused on God's will. Mm -hmm. If we are not, then we have a conflict of interest. And it's okay. It's okay. But I want you to know is that the things you think matter and bother me, don't bother me no more. Mm-hmm. The things that make you f- me used to make me feel I had a broken family My family don't look broke no more
1: But does that mean um, Does that mean that You have to be around them Like I don't know how to explain it does no, that no, mean, I yeah. understand
0: what you mean Here's the cool thing This is where Jesus is helpful again Our mission has to change Our company doesn't have to change Our company never has to change. Our mission does. When we change our mission, the company changes anyway. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Either they change in mind or they change in location. They either stay with us and change in their hearts or they leave us. They can't take it. Mm -hmm. They don't want to. They don't want to be around it. But we never have to tell people to go. And we never have to stay away from it. All we have to do. This is the cool part. You look at Jesus, and I, I share this story all the time, where Jesus is sitting there with sinners and prostitutes, and the Pharisees get mad and say, "Why are you hanging with them?" He's hanging with them because they want to hang with him. Mm-hmm. Did Jesus switch up when he was around them? Was he breaking down a blunt no. and, and stuff? <laughs> we no. was he like, yo, you know? No, he was him. Imagine being around Jesus. And he's always teaching. And these people are sitting with him. That means they really want to be what? Taught. taught. Yeah. Why, is, why is he going to try to hang around people who don't want to be taught? The Pharisees didn't want to be taught. People can judge your company, but they don't know what you're doing. They don't know what the mission is. Yeah. We have to change the mission. The problem is, is that most Christians, they are upset with their company because their mission is to be comfortable. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. That was a good one Yeah it was it, The reality is Is we get mad At the people we're around When we're trying to be comfortable mm. You know I'm just trying To let my holy hair down I'm just trying to relax I'm just trying to have peace I'm just trying to love Why you gotta be around me With so much hate Well why isn't it That your love Doesn't conquer their hate
1: Yeah
0: Cause you got a comfortable love
1: You're doing something wrong It's not affecting that You're not yeah.
0: doing nothing Yeah Your're wrong is that you're inactive you're wrong is that you you're not an influencer you're wrong is that you're not you're not able to conquer what is around you That's what Jesus was doing wherever he went he commanded attention and changed the company. People left, yeah, but those were people that didn't want to be around it. when people say they want to be around Erica, they need to know where Erica stands for
2: yeah
0: and either you like it and get with it or you don't and you won't, it's okay. But this dictates where my family is. I never force, I, I'm, not, I'm not in the business of forcing family no more. I used to try to force things and try to make it, you know, my family should look like this. And, and you adults can get caught up in that. Like, let, yeah. let's all eat at the table together. <laughs> let's, let's play have a game night. All these things to try to feel like a family. But the true unity they're trying to feel can only be achieved in oneness in spirit.
1: Yeah, they try to make it like we're on a show full house or something. Yeah, like, yeah, like big happy family. Absolutely. It's not like that all the time. We, we've
0: been changed. We've been ch- uh, we've been indoctrinated into the Cosby type yeah. of mentality. But really, it's the family that serves God together. Yes. There's a there's a oneness I feel with my family every Friday at Bible study that I, I, I longed for for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it used to hurt when I tried to, I would be vulnerable and try to connect with my family. And I, I always felt like they said the wrong thing or did the wrong thing and hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. It's because I was unfair in what I was trying to expect from them. And they were unfair in what they were trying to expect from me. But all we gotta do is just unify in the word. Mm-hmm. And now we feel like closer than ever. I feel closer with my siblings now than I ever have. Uh They might not feel like that, but that's because they got to transition. Yeah. (laughs) They got to do their part too. They have to transition to the word. Mm -hmm. See, I unify with people in the word. You know, what makes us close is not hanging around.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, you got responsibilities. You got things you got to do. But when people are caught in their feelings, they'll never feel the true wholeness and beauty of family. And you're, you're, you're going to feel that. You're going to feel wholeness and oneness. I think that's what you feel from Mama Sue. I think that's what you feel, is that you feel, okay, this person is, not, is seeking to be better than themselves. Right. Seeking to not engage in their feelings. Yeah. Seeking to not manipulate things for their own pleasure, but seek to please God in everything they mm-hmm. do. It, it makes it so you, can, you feel more trusting. You feel more comfortable. Yeah. You feel like you can share more. You can you can open up more because you people, you're around people that won't exploit your heart, but actually help you grow.
1: Yeah, I definitely believe God had a purpose for her to be in my life. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's helped me. Yeah, see what. A family should be like That does the will of God Absolutely And that is obedient to God And then it helps me to understand I need to set the example too
0: Absolutely yeah. Always Always uh, There is a place I'll say this to you And i uh, you know, sharing it with everybody here There is a place For A family To support And build each other up in the word Where age doesn't matter anymore yeah. You know there's, there's things that you because you're focusing and thinking on these things, because you're making an active attempt to understand and serve God, mm-hmm. God's going to give you things to share. He's going to give you things to say. You can't deny that. You have to really answer that call. And because you're around a family that really wants to learn, yeah, they'll hear you. They'll hear you. And it's, the, it's powerful. It's powerful. It's what, if I had a family, you know, of my own, oh, okay. I mean, I have a family, but if I had children, yeah. if I had a wife, that's what I would aspire to. Mm-hmm. I would aspire to my children to have such a confidence and a dependence in God that they, uh, they will allow him to use them even at their young age to give me insight, mm-hmm. give me clarity, yeah. encourage me, build me up. Not me, you know, uh, because I got I to gotta qualify this. <laughs> not the place where it ever encroaches on the natural relationship between parent and child. Mm-hmm. So the, I'm not talking about I'm telling, uh, I'm revealing parts of me as a man that I shouldn't reveal to my child. Mm. My children shouldn't know everything about my struggles, I shouldn't be dumping issues and problems on them. But I'm just talking about being able to sit and share God's word like yeah. we're talking right now. I, I imagine how beautiful that would be if I had a daughter and we're just sitting and talking about the word. Right. It's what I I it's would amazing. As, it's what I would aspire to. Yeah. I would think that's so beautiful. It and, is. And I think it's cool that I'm an uncle and I get to talk with my niece about the word. I think that's beautiful. It is. And that's what I would aspire to. And I, I, I think that you should aspire aspire to that as well. Like I I, I desire, our our desires change.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Like I dream about that. I dream about I dreamed about sitting on the podcast with my dad. And it came true. It happened. It happened. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm trying not to get a little teary out. Oh. Um <laughs> Yeah. But it happened. Yeah. It happened because that's what I see as family now. I, I dream of times to break bread with my dad,
1: mm-hmm.
0: to break bread with my sisters and brothers. Because you
1: couldn't do it before. Because
0: I couldn't do it before. You know, most of our engagements wasn't about us breaking bread as much as breaking each other's spirits, mm. hurting each other. All for the sake of fun, all for the sake of <laughs> exalting ourselves, or all for the sake of satisfying our own hurts within ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's the dysfunction of family. You know, that's what causes people to say and do things that they they don't even realize are hurting people they say they love. Yeah. But the beautiful thing is, is that we can move beyond that and really set a standard for what it looks like not to be a blended family, but to be a family.
1: Yeah. I forgot what somebody said today. I don't know if it was granddad or pastor, but when Jesus was on the cross, he said, Forgive them for they know not what they yeah, do. Yeah, it, it was granddad. Yeah, yeah granddad. And I yeah. was like, whoa. That, I was taken back a little. Yeah, like, yeah, That's it, right. They and I think that,
0: that that is uh, it's so powerful because it's what love is all about. Yeah. is Love is answering the call to reflect God's love no matter who and no matter when. And I think that that's what's missing from a lot of families. So uh, just to get back to it, when we talk about blended, we're talking about uh, things that have to be mutually cohesive together. I'm uh, uh, getting a little bit SAT words, but you're, you're in the ninth grade, you're in <laughs> yeah. tenth grade now. I
1: started studying.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got the PSAT coming up, mm-hmm. so cohesive. We're talking about cohesion. We're talking about things blending well together. So one of the things people don't know is that when you talk about sugar, um, sugar has can only uh, uh, blend properly with water Under a certain temperature oh. So when you have cold water and sugar You can stir it together all day Once you stop stirring That sugar is still its granular form And it's still going to float to the bottom
2: Yeah.
0: But if you warm that sugar up Or you warm the water up It will now be at a, a proper temperature Where cohesion can take place mm-hmm. And so a lot of a lot of people don't realize that. And I always use my example of that is you making some Kool-Aid. <laughs> making some Kool-Aid, like you like, the sugar's just sitting at the bottom. Well, you shouldn't have used cold water.
2: Yeah.
0: I know you want cold Kool-Aid, but what you're gonna have to do is use warm water. Yeah, everybody uses warm water. <laughs> you have to use warm water, stir the sugar up, and then go ahead and sit that in the refrigerator for let it get cool. Right. But the the reality is is that that's how it is in our relationships because we're we're like oil and water mm-hmm. we're we're not we're trying to meld together something when it's not it's not suitable to mix together yeah so it says in the last days men and women will be lovers of self so if you take two people who love themselves and try to put them together they will never be one yeah won't work <laughs> uh yes <yeah. laughs> That's a, this is good stuff yeah this it is, is. Good stuff. <laughs> so what happens is a lot of times families come together, but most of the time these unions are out of love for self so two people love themselves so much that they got themselves a little toy.
1: How would they love each other
0: but, And they think they're loving each other, <laughs> but they're only loving each other on the terms that it feels good to them, them. so it's never really true love. Because it's not selfless. Mm. It's a selfish love. And even though to others it looks like it's directed to another person, this person is just an avatar for your love.
2: Mm. You know? Yeah.
0: Sick. (laughs) (laughs) But the reality is is that that's why these families are blended, but we haven't seen them meld into one. Mm -hmm. We just see two unique entities together, but never oneness. Yeah that happens only through the love of god which is selfless that's how a family comes together as one
2: yeah
0: you know yeah i it, it could come to a situation where i end up getting married with somebody who already has children it has a whole situation the only way that family is going to feel oneness is if everything i do is out of my love and desire to please god yeah Everything. 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 If it's not, then I'm always going to feel like everything I'm doing is not making sense. Everything I'm doing is not building oneness. This is how families get frustrated. The frustration you feel, imagine it being times a thousand to your your parents. Mm. Man, I'm trying my hardest to keep peace, to smile on people's faces, to make sure everything's okay, but... It don't feel right. I got all my family sitting at the kitchen table. We're all sitting eating food together, but it don't feel right. Yeah. You know, I'm forcing the conversation. I'm asking Erica how she doing. I'm asking Earl Jr. how he's doing, but I don't feel like we're really talking.
1: That's when you have to examine everybody in your family.
0: We really got to ask ourselves, what are we doing here? Because if it's not a selfless love, it's going to be hard to melt together.
1: Yeah, you know, it just be wasted time. It's after wasted a while.
0: time. You know what I mean? Like in order for these things to mix together, just like those that that sugar molecule, mm-hmm. those sugar molecules have to melt. And so, there's a scripture that says that the the Gentiles were alienated in their thinking, darkened in their understanding, and he says because of the hardness of their heart. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about people and and, and seeing such so much dysfunction in the household and inter-households as well, the problem is is that the hearts are hard. How do we soften the hearts? We got to soften them with obedience. Soften them with obedience to God. It's like the more we please ourselves, the harder our hearts get. The more we please God, the more soft it gets. Mm -hmm. And then we're able to actually be molded into whatever God wants it to be. And so as I'm teaching you, your prayers change for your mom. Your prayers change for your dad. Your prayers change for your second mom. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Prayers change for your brother and all your siblings. It's like, Lord, can you touch their hearts?
1: Yeah, their hearts. What happens in the inside, that does the work.
0: Absolutely. Can you soften their hearts? Can you make it so that they are welcoming and open to hear your truth? Can you make it, because I'm going to tell you this the hardness of heart makes it so as even if you want to share a truth, you, yourself, if the heart is hard, it won't receive it. And sometimes you could be, you listen to a message, be like, yes, this is just, because I've done this before, yes, this is just what my dad needed to hear. (laughs) <laughs> the whole time you, I look over to my dad And I'm like I don't think he Yeah heard. I wonder what he's thinking about I wonder what he's thinking about I don't know if he's here <laughs> You know he might be listening But you almost start to realize Like if the person's heart Is not ready to mm-hmm. receive It's got to be soft Got to be soft So we pray That your mom's heart Is softened Yeah And, and believe it or not The love that we share Is a tenderizer Hmm. It does yeah. <laughs> It really it, it Pounds away at it But it makes it tender It really makes it tender And as you continue to show love You know what I mean mm-hmm. Be around Take advantage of every opportunity To be around your mother Okay Because you may be the only God That she can see And might be the only voice That she'll actually hear Yeah See, some adults already disqualified themselves. <laughs> it's just the way, it's just
1: the They're way. already out. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: it's just the name of the game. So it's, it's just the name <laughs> of the game. I've, I've, I've experienced it too much where I've said things to people and really disqualified myself, and had I've had to work hard to build the relationship back up where they can even hear me. Yeah. But it's a fight. But see, you already in there. Imagine this. This is where the beauty of what Jesus did is so its so powerful. Is that you are, if anybody's going to be, if anybody's going to help and teach Mary, it's going to be the one that was in her. Mm. He can get a word in her because he knows that he's been as close as anyone has ever been yeah. to her. You've been closer to your mother than many have ever been because you came out of her. Yeah. Where other people might get a wall, there's not going to be a wall up to you. God can use you. You could be his Trojan horse. You ever, you get to that yet? Yeah. Did you read, you read about that? A long time you ago. You are God's Trojan <laughs> horse, Erica. I am for a lot of people in my life. I realize that. God showed me. He said, I can use you to get in the enemy's walls better than I could use anybody else. Yeah. And break that heart down. Break it from the (laughs) inside out. From the inside out. That's the beauty of it. It's so powerful. And this is where you're going to help. You are the spoon that will stir the family Kool-Aid and make it finally be blended. Not where as long as we keep whipping it, whipping it, whipping it, it looks blended. Mm -hmm. And then once we stop, it all separates.
1: Yeah. I think that's what you feel that, right? Yeah, that's what that's uh, what yeah. is happening. People uh, are trying to make it seem like, oh, it's all right now when it's not, it's not right.
0: They're working extra hard, yeah, to make it seem like it is. Mm-hmm. But as minute they stop, they're exhausted. Mm-hmm. The minute they stop, it separates again.
2: Yeah,
0: it's it's not the way it needs to be. It's not. It can really be blended, but it takes. It, it you know some people say. You know, these kids need to be able to be kids. They need to be able to enjoy their life. They shouldn't have to worry about problems. Well, that's not the world we live in. Yeah. I would really, I would love for you at 15. About to turn 15. 14 years old. I would love for you to not have to think about none of this. But you know what? We don't live in that society. And I was thinking about a lot at my age. And not all of it was kid-friendly. And the reality is, is that we need to equip you guys to handle these harsh situations that's coming up. So these things don't, so that you don't crush under the weight of them. So you don't get numb and hardened to life before you ever get a chance to know abundant life. Right. I want you to to be able to fight. And I think we 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 really touched on a lot of that.
1: Yeah, we did.
0: What 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 are, you, what are you taking away from all this?
1: Um, not even just not judging, but really realizing that I could be the example for my other side of the family, and that God can show me how to be obedient to Him and not to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that the of all the things we said, we we were. We, we display this Christ that's so cool, mm-hmm. that has the confidence to tell his mother that his real mother is the one that does the will of God.
2: Yeah.
0: and But and we want to be like that, so we have to be as committed to God our Father as Jesus was. And so I submit to you and challenge you to get in your word, read it, continue to build a relationship with it. Take advantage of your family. I'm, You know I'm always here for you. Yeah. You got my number. Trust me, you're never bothering me because no one hits my phone. <laughs> that's not true. It's a dead phone. <laughs> it's definitely not a lit phone. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure T-Mobile is like, feel like they're stealing money from me at this point. <laughs> it's like I literally have a phone and it, I don't use it. You know? But the, that's a good thing. It leaves the line open for... Actual things that need to be done. And so it's open to you. You know, you know this stuff already, but I like to say certain things on the podcast because it lives forever. And you'll always be able to when I'm dead and gone, you'll be able to go back and listen to your uncle share truth with you and let you know and encourage you that you can you can do for people what people have not done for you. You know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And that's the way, that's the reason I am the way I am. I just wanted to be for people what nobody really was for me. And when, you know, I had my mom and, and I had my dad and they set a standard and they set construct in my life for holiness. But I'm saying... There's, 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 a, there's something that's special about young people and people, our peers, actually showing us an example of what this could look like and how real it can be. And so I challenge you to be that unicorn and set the example for your siblings, yeah. for your older siblings, your younger ones. Really challenge yourself and say, I want to be the woman that I didn't see in my life. Yeah. I I know I hear a lot about saving yourself for marriage and all that stuff. But I want to be a woman that goes deeper than that. Yes. I don't want everything that people talk to me about God about being about my nether regions. God has plans for not my nether regions. He's got plans for my mind. Yeah,
1: that's just scraping the surface. It's, it's just, so much more.
0: It's, it's so much more. and God has plans for your life. They have nothing to do with a man, a husband, being a mother or a wife. He's got big plans. And so we want to just, wanna, I, I want you to think about just being that unicorn, being that endangered species, being that rare animal. Okay. <laughs> being, that, being that rare jewel yeah. that really shows people and says, man, it is possible. That's all I'm trying to do, really, is be that hope to a young man and say, man, it's possible. I know I'm old now. I'm 38 now.
1: That's not old.
0: But I'm just, that's my motivator. Yeah. Even for my brother. I'm like, he's old now too, but I still feel like a lot of the things I do is just to be an example of something he can look up to.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm always thinking about that. I'm always thinking about that. And age doesn't mean anything. You can show some grown women how to walk as women of God. You can. It's a big responsibility. It is. It is. Trust me. me. But you know what? You serve a big God. Never think that it's too big for you because you serve a big God. That's what Philippians 4.13 is all about. I can do all things through Christ. That strengthens me. All I got to do is want to do his things. As long as I do his things He always empowers me to do them And so I, there's nothing I can't do. do I can't do all things But I can do all things he strengthens me in So this was an awesome podcast
1: It was I
0: know you didn't think that you could figure out How to talk for 47 minutes
1: <laughs> It went by kind of fast It goes by fast
0: I'm telling you You know I, I was This is an awesome thing It was awesome We got to come back again. Okay. I need you to come back. Okay. (laughs) All right? I enjoy myself. You enjoyed yourself? Every time you got a topic idea, I don't let a lot of people do this.
1: Really? No. I don't let them
0: pick the topics and stuff. Oh. See, you pick the topic, then I went and studied. Hmm. Anytime you want to come, you pick the topic. We ready to roll. All right? Okay. All right. Episode 113, Real Church Matters, Conflict of Interest. I'm here with... Erica Spicer, right? Yes, Erica Spicer. (laughs) (laughs) This is Real Church Matters. I'm boy. I'm girl. (laughs) (laughs) We'll love you. Bye.